A Confession Last week when I was working on my commentary, I found myself feeling a little uninspired. My daughter Greta was sitting beside me, and I told her so. She said, Maybe it just isn't the best book for read with me. Maybe it's more for fun. For context, her holiday homework for her great books college is to read the entirety of Paradise Lost, and she just exclaimed gleefully, This book is so good. I think there's truth in her observation. But less devoted fans of the novel turn against me in outraged indignation. Let me try to explain. One of my primary purposes in creating Read With Me is to accompany readers through works they might struggle with on their own. I know the deep spiritual fulfillment that can come from reading the classics, and I want to help others discover it. By reading the novel with the intonation of my own understanding, creating summaries that condense the chapters and convey their essentials, and writing commentaries that elucidate subtleties and identify themes— I'm trying to guide readers through a process that can sometimes be hard, that is not automatic, that is rarely taught, and that, once implemented, brings rich rewards. So, am I a valuable companion in our journey through Pride and Prejudice? Well, I sure hope that ultimately I will be, but my sincere answer is yes and no. I've had several people say they've started this novel many times and have always set it aside, but this time, with my inspiration, they're seeing it through. I'm glad, and I hope that my observations and reactions continue to offer that encouragement. So in that sense, the answer is yes. But at the same time, beyond my account of the delight I get from the narrator's wryness or my descriptions of the particular characters, I'm just not sure how much I have to contribute. I don't think that's because the novel has nothing to offer— but because of the particular nature of what it does offer. Basically, I think the novel's value lies in the timeless power of its story, which is iconic, but not at all difficult to understand, and in the brilliance with which that story is rendered. And to me, the greatest part of that brilliance is the acuity and cleverness of the humor. That creates a few challenges when I'm writing commentary. Since you don't need my help to understand what happened or what it means, what I really want to do each week is simply say some version of, wasn't it funny when... Well, that presents two problems. First, there is nothing more destructive to humor than dissection. If I'm not careful, when I try to explain why something is funny, it no longer is. And second, I start to feel a bit like the old Chris Farley skit on Saturday Night Live, where he played an awkward, hyperventilating, incompetent interviewer whose go-to tactic was always to say, You remember when you did X? That was awesome. For example, interviewing Paul McCartney, You remember when you were with the Beatles? That was awesome. Eventually, he resorts to saying the same thing in reference to moments recollected from within the interview itself. I'll link to the sketch in the comments of the Facebook group. So, to the extent I resort to something like Farley's Remember When, forgive me. I hope it will at least help to highlight the genius of Austin's humor, while we delight together in being swept away by her story.